So my white rapper brother-in-law, Dirte. Yep, that's real. <laughs> my sister's getting banged by a guy named Dirte. Did you folks know you were going to be quarterback at five? Were you ch- just chucking yeah. deep balls at that age? <laughs> just throwing your shit-filled my, my diapers dad, across the dad. field? Hey, hey, Matt Leiter. And he was like, what's up? Is it the same horse? Do we know that? Uh, well, dude, I don't think anyone no, in this right. room, Matt, was thinking math and you <laughs> fucking have a good relationship going. I, mean, I, I guess I did dress like a lady footlocker employee, <laughs> but that's on me. So it's like if I pop back into a pie, if they ask me to take a five foot bong rip and I do, then yeah. I can probably stay a while. One of the yeah, homies. they're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 so what is that podcast called? It's called like Momentum. All right, here we go. The boys are back. Adam, thanks for joining us, brother. Thanks for having me, dude. Sorry about your leg. Yeah. Cole, sorry about your dick, dude. I heard about <laughs> it. I, I don't, I just assume there's something up with it. Just based on the way you walked out to greet me. Yeah, a little, good or bad? A little limp. I think good. I think in a good way. I think you're packing too much heat, <laughs> as uh, as the kids say. Um, no, it's good to be here, man. Good yeah. to be back on campus. You guys got the nice. Uh, I'm glad that you use this sketchy van for good. Yeah. So you use it for uh, for handing out food to the homeless during the day and then at night. During the day, yeah. It becomes Cole's. Uh, <laughs> <We're just laughs> wagon, yeah. Cole just goes to work, man. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Good for you, dude. He just silently nods. He's like, yeah. he's like, what can I say? Yeah, yeah. what can I say, man? Oh, I love it. Good for you, dude. Uh, Good for you. Did Cole tell you, you look what? like Charlie Brown's brother right now. <laughs> you know who Charlie Brown is? Of course. Okay, good. I just, you always got to check, man. You guys are just significantly younger, you know? You know, the, you know what the ducktails are? No. No. Woo-hoo. Fuck. Nice, the dude. <laughs> Fairy tale? Like, All what? Right, Cole and I are getting high later for sure. <laughs> what is that, bro? Uh, it's a cartoon um, that, uh, that was real popular when I was a kid. You guys didn't even, did you even fuck with cartoons when you were kids? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like what? I wasn't a huge cartoon guy. SpongeBob is my thing, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big yeah. SpongeBob guy. What's his catchphrase? I'm ready. <laughs> Living nice. a pineapple yeah. under the sea. I don't know. <laughs> pineapple under the sea. Yeah. Nice. I once saw on Hollywood Boulevard a guy dressed as SpongeBob and a guy dressed as Jack Sparrow uh-huh. fighting. But, like, not, this wasn't like these two worlds are finally colliding. It was like they were both breaking oh, the fourth like wall. Fighting? They were in the costume, but not doing the voices. And <laughs> they were just ba- pissed. Ver- they were just pissed each other over. And I'll tell you what, the guy dressed as SpongeBob screams as at the guy dressed as Jack Sparrow. God damn it, Matt, give me my fucking string cheese. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think that's SpongeBob's catchphrase. <laughs> but I don't watch the show. So who knows? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, man, great to be here. Dude, awesome. um, SC, does it look any different? Uh, you're not around here often, are you? South no, yeah. Uh, last time I came back, probably for some alumni stuff. Um, one of my, I guess, theater school teachers passed. That was maybe the last. Thanks for bringing that up. I think that was the last time I came. Um, and before that, <laughs> I used to come down for uh, shows all the time. So my buddy Jack Michaelman, who went here, uh, who was also uh, in uh, AEPI, the fraternity I was a part of, started doing uh, comedy shows. He was working at, at an agency, and we met at the uh, Hollywood Improv. Um, I guess say probably when I was about 10 years into stand-up, I'm 15 now. And, and he was like, I'm trying to get shows going at SC. And I was like, man, that was one of my biggest regrets is not having um, more of a stand-up scene like prevalent around campus. While you were in school. While saying. I was in school, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I was saying, there was just a, a coffee house called Ground Zero. Uh, and uh, and the handful of comics that were there didn't really leave campus to go to the clubs um, to do open mics. And so um, 
uh, Jack start a show at um, whatever it is. Uh, there was a big stage and bar um, now uh, next to Commons. I'm not sure what it's called, but we got some pretty cool shows there and got a lot of cool, uh, you know, big comics to come down. That's and awesome. um, so that was probably the last time. But I mean, I want to come down more, but it's, I mean, shit, you know, I feel like I still, I don't look, you know, super old yet. So I feel yeah, like I can, look young, I feel like I can yeah. come down and you kick it, you know? Yeah. And also I feel like it's all about your intentions and how you <laughs> relate and how you assimilate. So it's like if I pop back into AEPI, if they ask me to take a five foot bong rip and I do, then yeah. I can probably stay a while. You're one of the yeah, they're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, I could never fully, my lungs, I mean, could never do that. Can't like, yeah. I mean, there were some guys, there was this kid named David Spiegel, Jew. And he, uh, <laughs> Relevant. And, yeah, and he was a sweet kid and he just could fucking rip those bongs in one rip. Like, f and oh, dude, it was like, it was the most impressive thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Still to, to this, this day. day. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's I pretty cool. Fucking walk up. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so you're originally from Seattle. Though, originally right? from Seattle. Yeah. Um, big Seahawks guy, huh? Huge, man. That's my squad, dude. What do you think about Russ leaving, man? You know For what? Real. Uh, so my white rapper brother-in-law, Durte. Yep, that's real. My sister's getting banged by a guy named Durte. How's, wait, 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 how how's your 2022 going so far? That's his name, Durte? Dirt, well, his real name's Tim. His rapper name's Durte. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tim, rapper named Durte. And uh, actually, legit rapper. Look him up on YouTube. Uh, better better dad. And uh, But he he always hated Russ. He always hated Russ. And so it. I don't think, as a default, I liked Russ more just to kind of fucking stick it to him. Sure. I always liked Russ. I think yeah. the fact that we signed Matt Flynn back in the day, yeah. and and then Russ, I just love the underdog story always, and 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 also seeing him in preseason, just rip it up like he did. You're like, oh, let's bet on that guy. Yeah, man. he's gonna he's, ball. He's the way, totally the way he was moving around the field and the cannon for an arm, uh, just felt more exciting, and it fit with the young D we had, and we well, got ten years yeah. of. Of uh, of a Potential. top tier yeah. Super Bowl quarterback, you can make your arguments about like all the wins uh, in the playoffs we had with Russ and uh, the types of teams we were playing and and who was on the other side and and you know the D's that we had during that uh, that run and and uh, but I don't know, man. Stat wise, to be competitive every year like that, you can't ask for more. We got one Super Bowl, should add another. Yeah. But also, how greedy can you be as a sports fan, man? It's like we were yeah. dog shit for so long before that. Yeah. And you're so making to, it the Bulls and games, you know? Yeah, I mean, like to have 10 years of every Sunday, you get pumped up to watch your squad. Like, that's all you want as a sports fan. That being said, I think he's going to rip it up in Denver. In Denver? Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's just going to be like new city, who dis, and he's going to fucking... I mean, you've already seen these videos he's posting. Like, he just looks dialed in. And I think he was ah, just he Jones. and post those, though. Yeah, you think, okay, so you're like Dirty. You think that's for show. You think that's <laughs> yeah, a part yeah, of the brand? It's a, a lot of, it's a big brand cool. thing. I don't think he runs Well, you tell me accounts. you guys are more attached yeah, to that saying. world than, than yeah, I am. Yeah. But, I, I mean, mean, everybody's doing that. So, like, a lot, him yeah. just posting is showing people that he's doing it versus right. the guys who yeah. are just doing it. It's like, okay, without. we're all lifting weights. Yeah, you know? it's like, we're all throwing with our receivers that we're paid, you know? We sound like haters. But now, like, assess the video, though. It's yeah. like he wouldn't post it if it was dog shit. Like the one of him just throwing with Jerry balls. Judy. Yeah, and all that. yeah. Like, I mean that's. I also no, think it's impressive it puts tape, seats right? In, like people in seats too, though. Totally. People are like, "Wow, our guys already smart, right? Get Judy. people fired up." Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a question for you guys. Like, there's some athletes that just stay off social media, mm -hmm. and don't do a good job of branding or promoting themselves at all. Absolutely. Like, look at the Angels, Mike Trout. That guy, fucking, just Nothing. doesn't like. Yeah. It's so boring. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. 
you know, arguably the the face of the uh, the sport and yeah. wants nothing to do with being out there. And that, you know, ultimately hurts the game. So it's I'm like, sure. you know, baseball really should be coming down on him to be like, you, you know, get out there. Holding yeah. his feet to the fire and be like, not probably saying like, look, you can't play if you don't do one Instagram story a week. But <laughs> like they should be like, you know, sign up for OnlyFans and put your feet on there, you, you know, or something. Yeah. Like just yeah, be anything. involved, be yeah. active so that people give a shit. Because that's how it goes, right? Like when when fans feel like, especially this day and age, that they know the players more. There's more reason. To them. Yeah, yeah, the connect uh, the connectability factor is huge. I think that's why the basketball players in the NBA. That's why that that's why NBA is a, so yeah, much. A, a There's so much percent. drama. Yeah, you know, Kyrie's out there saying crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, love it or hate it, the, yeah. You know the Kardashians. There like. you go. There's the Kardashian oh, yeah. element. Well, they've just helped so and hurt everything at the same time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you this, Cole, and uh, sorry to throw a pop quiz at you, but which Kardashian, including Rob, would you date if you Ooh. had the option? If if all if all of them, including the mom, what's her name again? Oh, Chris. Oh yeah, Chris. 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 Who uh, who would you pick, Cole? If you had obviously, your obviously the funny answer is Kaylin. Right. It's trendy to not say Kim, but it's Kim. Oh, I think so. Really? I think so, man. Yes. Oh, I'm going Kendall. Oh, that's yeah, right. I, I forget Kendall. about I them. Kendall. Yeah. Well, see, they're more your age. Yeah. Now, do you yeah. say no to she Kim because more you gotcha? Yeah. Yeah, more natural. You know what I'm saying. I mean, which is just also like, what are we even saying when we say that? It's crazy when you look at the side by sides of what they've done. But like, yeah. also, shit, man. If we had millions, like, why not billions? Are like, you a fan of the BBL? I'm not a huge fan of that. Not. Really, I think it's over the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Too much. We're it's doing like too tats. much over here. You get one tat, you got to get like an, an arm, a arm sleeve, mm, a leg sleeve. That's an I don't. Yeah. But, you, you know, like, I feel it, like that's the same type of situation. A thousand percent. They just you know? get addicted to hitting the knife, man. And it's yeah. like after a while, I mean, you know, they just don't even look like people anymore. Yeah. They're addicted to like looking like, yeah. you know, Lord you of the Rings characters. And after photos? Different oh, human yeah. beings. Totally Insane. different people. Yeah. yeah. It's out, And then you have a kid and, you know, they don't look the same. I mean, Cole knows what's at what uh what that's like getting that uh that second penile reduction surgery man i mean like you're nice dude just laughs and doesn't say anything back all right thanks for the fucking thanks for the participation dude yeah we'll just bump it up and keep it moving all right next question that's awesome so, yeah, so what were we talking about came down here in 01 from seattle yeah. uh went to acting school at sc uh auditioned to get in the uh program um I was going to audition to go to NYU or University of Washington in Seattle, where I was from. Yeah. I really wanted to come down here because I knew eventually coming to LA for the business was the move. Yeah. Um, if Especially I, for media. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, you know, it, comedy is is huge in New York, stand-up uh, as well as LA. But eventually, if you want to do more than that, like, you got to be here. And that's why so many New York guys yeah. eventually move here or just become bi-coastal. And I didn't find stand-up until a couple of years after I graduated. So acting was the, the main passion. And uh, and this program just ruled. My SAT scores weren't great. My extracurricular stuff was was pretty spot on, and and um, and I had the uh, the the Jewish uh, diversity card to hopefully play, Attaboy. and uh, and the single Attaboy. mom and the fucking tugging at their heartstrings, being yeah. like, "Fucking, I'm wearing food stamps and fucking spaghettios. Come on, you gotta let us in." Yeah. And um, well, it worked. And so I auditioned for the program, and I stayed in my buddy's frat. Actually, it was the first time I actually had like truly partied. So you know, uh, just kind of got into it my last year in high school. And, um, and then when I got down here, uh, well, this was my, my junior year and I stayed with a buddy at his frat at Fisai and, and my audition was the next day and he was like, just stay with me and save money on a hotel. And he had a huge frat party that night 
And I just got so fucked up to where like I couldn't feel my legs. I walked Figueroa and got one item from every fast food joint. In my head, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go to each place and get one thing. So I went to Subway. I got a cookie. I went to Mickey D's. I got mm. some fries. I went to Tommy. I got a burger. I went like yeah, wow. down the line. It took me probably two and a half hours. I came back so sick. Yeah. Woke up the next day. Went over to the uh, school theater and did my audition. And I was so sick and felt like such dog shit that I had such this like cloud lifted of like wow. no stress and, and pressure because I was like, I oh, I just want to get this over with. Yeah. Right. But I still was able to dial in and and, and do what I had prepared um, for months for this audition, a couple acting scenes. But but I was so just like, I had no nerves, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And uh, and so then they take 20 kids each year to be in the uh, BFA acting program. And so I got in. And so once they accepted me, then they told the school, Hey, you got to take this kid. You got to take this idiot. Like his <laughs> test scores might suck, but we're taking them. So you got to take them. Yeah. So that was the benefit of, of auditioning for the school of theater first, you know? Wow. And so you did acting first then. How did, how did uh, like comedy and getting into that world happen? Uh, so I did plays, uh, starting like fifth grade and then, and then it was plays and sports up into high school and I was doing football and, uh, the play freshman year. And I was able to do both like split like that. My, uh, coaches were, able to let me get out of like certain days of practice yeah. to go to uh, it's interesting you don't see rehearsal. that often dude it was rare i mean it was yeah. renaissance ends up man, being like high school musical type shit where it's yeah. like i was doing Hell both yeah and then sophomore year i actually quit football um i was offensive line and, and defensive line of my uh my Sheesh. coach we had a um uh a, a senior above me who got injured so he's like you're gonna start varsity on the old line on uh left guard and and uh and be sophomore captain and putting all these expectations on me and i was like man football is just a fun thing for me. I ain't trying to go pro with this. And um, basketball was, was my main sport. If I, mm -hmm. you know, was maybe five, six inches taller, I would have tried to play somewhere maybe. But, <laughs> but uh, so I quit football to do the school play. And that's actually when I, and my coach was not understanding at all. He was, I walked down to his <laughs> office and it, the play was Grease. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. And um, yeah. John Travolta played this oh, Danny yeah. Zuko part. So I walked down his, uh, to his office and I was like, yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not going to be able to memorize the playbook this year because I got to memorize the, the uh, lyrics to Grease Lightning. And he just paused and he goes, get the fuck out of my office. And I was like, <laughs> I go, cool, thanks for understanding, coach. Good talk, man. <laughs> and then uh, after I did that play, I was like, oh, okay, I think I got the bug for this. I'll, this is what I want to do. Yeah, so it worked, yeah. it worked out. But um, but I I was trying to do both as long as possible because I truly, and but basketball was able to do all four years, which was the main sport. That That's a tough decision. I mean, like yeah, man. And that's in high school, picking football, football I mean, uh, like, you know, acting over, over, yeah. over football. Yeah. I mean, well, it just comes, I mean, I, I just always wanted to try to do it all. And you can up into a point and then you just do kind of got to narrow it down yeah. and, and decide like, what do you want to put your actual time and effort into? Because, you know, certain seasons like that don't allow you to do it all. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it it was. Thankfully, I I uh, you know chose to come down here and got in down here. Otherwise, I probably would have just stayed in Seattle for for college and who knows after that, you know. But um, coming down here for school made it an easier transition to graduate because you're still starting over. Like as you guys will, will find, it's like being in the bubble of college and campus is like dope. But like yeah. fucking L.A. Once you get out of here, it's like huge and there's just so many more things to like factor in and yeah. and navigate through which is also awesome like it's super exciting all the uncertainty that surrounds that so um yeah awesome so then but that's what is that what does alex do real quick <laughs> other than produce the pod what do you alex, what's your major he just joined us your recent acquisition <laughs> free agent what do you want to do with that wait hold on bring that bring the mic to him if you can yeah yeah there you go all right sure 
so I'm a comm major, and yeah, Alex. As, um, my mom hates me mentioning I have my like in the history major? and comedy writing. You have a what? Comedy writing minor in history. Nice, writing. dude. Oh, I mean, she's not happy. Zelensky is bailing me out because now I get to be like, hey, look, maybe I'll be president one day. Fuck yeah. There you and go. she's like, please just move out of the like, house. Oh, she's not supportive of the uh, oh, no, no, comedy no, no. passion. That's all right, man. It happens. Hey, why is that? Uh, I don't know. She's a Cuban mother from Florida. She just... Yeah, comedy's not her strong suit. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no. You, see, you just got to prove her wrong. I mean, just you got to... Make I her mean, laugh. Yeah, it takes a minute for the parents to understand that it is actually a, a real job until you start making money from it, right? Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, it's boy. great. I get to show her, like, yeah, mom, look what I'm doing. I'm producing this podcast. And then well, she yeah. gets even worse. She's yeah. like, this yeah. is, She's like, see, yeah. dog shit. She's like, you're not yeah. making your point any better. <laughs> These dudes are in the bang bus. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Good callback. Well, Cole's going through the same thing with, so he's trying to do comedy as well. Yeah, it's. It's funny that you chose uh, entertainment so early because yeah. for most of us, like I, I didn't go to SC, but I played college football and then eventually it. found uh, the love for comedy. Kind of grew up in one of those families, mm. but um, yeah, I mean, it's just sometimes it pushes you um, there. And I actually had a conversation with you at one of your things in Atlantic City, Atlantic City one time, and you were like, "Look, if you want to do this, in you Atlantic City, don't remember this? Yeah, wait, when I, at the." At the at some hotel. Wait a second. Yeah, dude. And my buddy's like, "Oh my god, you got to go." I'm oh like, my dude, god, do not, I do remember this. Do not, Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm like, do not make you me go up to him. Fucking followed me here, dude. <laughs> exactly. You, uh, dude. And you're like, Look, Bro, you I, I a thousand percent remember that. That's crazy. Yeah, you were the group of dudes. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> in the bank bus. <laughs> And you were asking me, yeah, that's right. And you, I do remember telling you about like if you're trying to take it seriously, like this is what go. you got. Yeah, and you got to go all in, right? Right. I was yeah. dabbling in some financial advising stuff, trying to pretend, you know, yeah. to be a normal person. You're wow. like, look, you got to do it. You got to make it. So, I mean, you can't have a plan B like to distract from the plan right, A. It's just you got to, right? Because exactly. I mean, it Preach. is a job, dude, in. and you got to like, you have to like love the grinds, the highs and the lows, which there are many. I mean, even at 15 years in now, it's like I just did my. I was just in Irvine this weekend at the Improv, right? Yeah. And I've been going down to that club for, I mean, pretty much since I started. I used to host down there all the time on weekends, just drive up back and forth. Then um, there was a show, a, a college night show on Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. I would drive down to do and then drive right back and then go to my day job at Universal Studios, right? And and um, and I'd featured there a bunch and I'd done one-nighters, but it had never gotten a weekend because it holds like 600 people. So the club and, and whoever, you know, was running it just hadn't yet gotten to a point to where they were like, all right, we, we trust Adam can fill the room. Like, you know, yeah. can this guy sell tickets? And I finally got a weekend this weekend there. And, um, and I mean, we had, you know, 450, 500 plus on every show, which was oh, dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's like, that's just that weekend, that club. It's like, you celebrate that, like I'm, I'm coming off that high, definitely going into the week. Yeah. But now it's like, I mean, I'm in Austin this weekend, then fucking Wisconsin, then Milwaukee, then Atlanta. And it's like, you know, there's no guarantee all those places are going to be like this one. Right. So it's like, there's no finish line. It's always a, yeah. a grind. But, um, but imagine- you definitely just try to ride those highs into the next one and try to keep building on it. Wait, how's it going, though? Are you doing it? Literally just started last week, yeah. My man. Hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah, open, open mic, right? Open mic. Open yeah. mic. All right, dude, we'll fucking yeah. get funny and then come do some sets <laughs> yeah. on my shows, you know? Exactly. Right? That's how it works. Yeah. I imagine it's, it's a lot like football or really anything in terms of just getting reps. Yeah, dude. Because I think that's kind of how it is with the podcast. We didn't record. I tore my Achilles and we didn't record for like a month. Yeah. Like you kind of just feel a little rusty with, you know, getting the conversation going, being on camera and all that. Yeah. I think it's literally just reps. You guys are pretty, you know uh, pretty solid with it so far, I got to say. So far. 
Yeah. So far. Yeah. But I mean, like, I know you're <laughs> new and green in it still. Let's go. You know? yeah. Well, that, we got to edit that out. Whatever that was. Yeah. <laughs> whatever that fucking. Yeah. Whatever that was. Mo, we got. We'll take that out for sure. But, but um, no, you guys definitely. Uh, are comfier than I anticipated. Yeah, really? and you're asking like you fine questions. I mean, he's asking. I mean, he's comparing football to comedy. So no, but, let no, me that's great. <laughs> no, but, dude, sports and comedy. Sports and comedy are synonymous, man. I mean, the the rep thing can't be a better example for it. Where it's, um, I mean, it's why I still, you know, I'm doing three shows tomorrow. You know, I'm taking uh, today off just to do this and then go back and and um, and and kick it and I'm going through I had my buddy come out and tape all my sets so I'm trying to edit together a bunch of clips to start posting on socials right yeah um so I'll do that tonight but then shows tomorrow shows uh Wednesday and then fly to Austin uh Thursday um became buds with John Mayer over Instagram over the last year <laughs> so I just go fucking to his show yeah. before my shows in Austin and um and then and just back to it but it's like the reps it's like when you're in town you can't just chill and then just go, oh, I'm going to do my shit on the weekend and yeah. just, and, and yeah. look, some people do do that. There's people at a, at a higher level that do that. But even Chappelle, when he pops through, man, he's, he'll be in LA for a month and he's up almost every night. So it's like just mm. a true sign that like there is, again, there's no finish line. You don't just get to a point and go, I mastered stand up. Yeah. You're always writing. You're always, if you get to a point to where you're conditioned to just be so in that world where it's like, shit, there's already a few things just driving down here that, that I saw where I was like, just kind of, I just jotted down little notes of things. So it's yeah. like, once you get into that pocket, you want to just, um, which, which makes me then go, all right, I'm glad I'm going up tomorrow. Cause now I might, you know, toss a couple of those out and just kind of riff on that. But, um, I can't imagine with football too. It's like, and being injured, yeah. like, how do you stay? Like, is it's it more hard. of a mental, uh, sharpness you have to keep? Man, all of it. Cause so last year I tore my ACL and I just got cleared and then I tore my Achilles. And so I was going through that Man. physical and mental part of coming back from the knee. I put everything I had going into the spring ball. And at first it was a struggle uh, mentally. You know, playing quarterback, your orchestra, and it's a new offense too with Coach Riley. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking a lot and new receivers. We got a bunch of transfers. Um, and I was just starting to feel right. You know, it's kind of like a feel thing playing quarterback. Cole, you could probably attest to that. And, you know, this happened, unfortunately. But I, I totally get it. I was starting to feel that way. I think it's just time. It's just an aggregate of everything. You know, the outcome is just everything you put into it is basically. When you get a bunch of like transfers and just new teammates, yeah. do you organize some big hang or is it like, do you just kind of hope that the chemistry develops on the field or do you try to get get something yeah. going off I think, field? I think you got to do both. Yeah. I think uh, the way they structure our practices and our, our like life basically is we're with them 24-7. Mm. So we're, we're up in the mornings for a lift and in the afternoons for practice and meetings and et cetera. Nice. So, um, and then we have like a player's lounge. So we have like ping pong in there and we're always just messing around. Um, but then I think on the weekends, like the first couple weeks, you're kind of like, oh, do we, do we talk to these guys? We don't really know their vibes. Right. Are they going to be weird outside of like, sports you yeah. know like some guys are just like i don't do anything outside of my sport i sit at home and yeah play video games or there's guys that are gonna be like yeah let, let's go do something so you kind of got to feel that out and then you kind of get to interact with them and and that's over yeah. time you know like i just heard dk metcalf uh talking about that on uh kevin garnett's podcast where he was like i don't do shit yeah mm. and it's like you can't fault him for that because you're like cool man you're like you're, you're probably gonna yeah. um stay more uh dialed in on the field but at the same time then you're like yeah you do want people to you see on the you field are. when there is chemistry yeah. between uh, players like that has developed like not just during the games, right? Yeah. I've noticed a huge difference with what you just said because I used to be kind of a little bit more on the DK side where like I'll be with guys around the facility, but 
I'll do my own thing at home and off the field. And then once I went to junior college, I mean, Juco, have you seen Last Chance You? Yeah, oh yeah. So you're kind of familiar with, yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically just tons of like insane characters, misfits, and they right. throw them all in the middle of a town of Kansas. Right. They say, all right, figure it out. This is your last chance, right? Some people had character issues, academics, a lot of dudes were in jail. Right. And playing quarterback, it's kind of your job to mesh everyone together and lead everyone together. And so that's kind of where I learned firsthand, like, oh, okay, like I need to go out and grab lunch with these dudes. I need to invite them back to my dorm. I need to like party with them, pregame, do all these kind of things so that they know who I am off the field. Mm. And then I and then I went to Vanderbilt after that, and I kind of brought that same mindset. And you see it on the field with the offensive linemen; they'll they'll go to war for you, yeah. like at quarterback, if they know who you are. And you gotta, I see. I just can't imagine being a quarterback and not being a leader in some fashion like you obviously have you have to. there's you know different levels of that like you know a brady versus a fucking i don't know uh blake Bortle. like you know what i'm saying there's just different yeah. levels Talkers of like or example leader totally yeah you know? and yeah. guys that are naturally gifted in that uh like a carson palmer probably was like right out of the gate which he just feels like such a fucking giant dude where he's just commanding respect but he also doesn't seem like a screamer to me so it's like right uh, how do you navigate that when you're trying to get people's attention when you know they're looking at you being like, hey, man, you got to yeah. earn that shit first before you just start, like, screaming at us? Yeah, that's... You have to be yourself, right? Yeah. Like, some guys are naturally introverted, and then when you try to exude some sort of, like, vocal leadership, then it just feels fake. So that doesn't work either. So right. there's a fine line. Yeah. I think Joe Burrow's killing it. Just... Oh, he's dude, himself. Crushing it, You man. know? Yeah. I think it's Joe respect. Cool. It is a respect thing. I think it's huge. Like yeah. football, um, T. Mays, Taylor Mays, legend from USC. Mm. He coaches, or he's helping out our team this year, and he's oh, helped dope. out last year. And um, he's talked to our team about. Uh, he thinks he believes like football. It's the only sport where uh, respect is like the main currency, and like earning your respect from your peers is earning like it for sure. You know, is the biggest thing because now you're willing to do whatever for that guy next to you. Versus if you know, like you don't really respect somebody who. Why would you tell me what to do? Like I'm not going to yeah. listen to you. Because it's probably even in the college level guys that are coming in with a prima donna mentality right where they're oh, just yeah. like yo i'm here to get my stats so i can go to the league go to the league and 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 rip it up yeah yeah 100 percent. and those guys will i mean shit have a play right i'm sure there's like a coaches can only do so much because they're like fuck man what are we gonna let this guy go like he is a He's kind talented. of a, he is a problem yeah. but like how do we just manage this so that or maybe i don't know talk to the other players to be like yo just you know, treat them, uh, I guess just deal deal with them in doses? Or do guys <laughs> like that usually just get the boot? I think uh, it depends how good you are, right? Yeah, right. So, I mean, if you're a dog, then, then oh, they're willing to put up with you. See that? I think, most, good, of, oh, go ahead. I think most of the time you get humbled. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Like a lot of these five stars that come in with big attitudes, especially at the quarterback position, one dude can play. And so you don't win the job. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, this is different. Because yeah. You know, usually at quarterback, you, you grow up. I mean, I've been playing since I was five, and you're kind of you're the dude on the team, and that's that's all you know, right? And then once you get to college, then there's another group of four and five stars, and it's like, oh, this is different. So a lot of dudes deal with that in different manners. But did your folks know you were going to be quarterback at five? Were you ch just chucking yeah. deep balls at that age, <laughs> just throwing your shit field diapers dad, across the dad, field? My dad was like, "You're going to play quarterback and for real? Yeah, wow." Back in Little League, you play it all, like running You're back. You're like, I'm fucking five, Dad. Let me color first. He's like, <laughs> you're playing quarterback, Mo. Get a job. You're like, again, I'm five. Bring it down a notch. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Wow, That's cool. What was it like having a dad? Um, so, um, <laughs> what, uh, Lord. Um, all right, what else? What, what else uh, talk about? How was COVID? How, how did that affect your, uh, your ability um, to do shows and whatnot? Yeah, man. It, I mean, a lot of people thought that comedy wasn't going to come back. I mean, at all? It was so, bro, it was so, like, there was just so much uncertainty. I mean, a lot of people, myself included, enjoyed the break for a little bit and then got antsy as fuck. And that's when I started to get more active um, on social media, just trying to post content. Cause it was like, oh. all right, if I gotta, if there's no way to, you know, there's no acting uh, going on, there were no shows. Thank God, voiceover, uh, which I do a lot of, was still jamming away because we could do all that remotely. Um, so, so that stayed somewhat steady, thank God. But, um, yeah, it sucked, man. I mean, I, I, again, I've just, I'm on stage so much and it's such a big part of my life now. And it's, uh, I mean, you just think about, and there's some people, it's their true livelihood. Um, I mean, I, I can't ever imagine not doing it. And so to have that time where there was, you, you truly, there was no way. And yeah. then LA started to really, um, because of, you know, it's where we live and the weather being conducive. There were a lot of outdoor shows that started going on. Shit, man. Parks, beaches. The drive-ins, right? The drive-ins. People got uh, shows going in the back of trucks because the outside thing people could uh, yeah. could deal with. And so that was huge just to be able to flex that muscle a little bit. And then certain clubs opened up, and I did maybe five or six weekends in places where they did like 30% capacity in like a 300-person room, right? And they'd mask people up. and But just having... But still, and, and not, and some people didn't want to do it. They were like, I'm not doing that if I can't do it full on. Yeah. I was like, fuck that, man. I don't care if the money's less. Like I, I got to zoom shows aren't cutting it, you know, yeah. which I did some of those. And, and that was fine. Again, just to flex the Hard. muscle. Some people didn't want to do it. And I'm like, yeah. I need to just fucking just do I'm still it. riding. I still want to get, you know, just Decent. get those reps, you know? Yeah. And um, that was better than nothing. And I didn't feel like it was developing bad habits because it was like, I can still hear laughs through the screen. Yeah. I'm still oh, really? talking out. Yeah. People and aren't then, muted? I did a few corporate shows where they were muted. And that's but again, I'm just weird, going, huh? yeah, it was. But like, I don't know, man, how fucking professional are you? Like, can you not yeah. like look at their faces and like Get a vibe. gauge <laughs> off timing? Do you not know how to, like, I, I just adjusted the timing a little bit just by yeah. not hearing them. But it was like, it wasn't that bad. Um, I also, think you, oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. It's your fucking show, dude. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have cut you off. Go ahead. I think you killed it with what you said with content, and especially with TikTok becoming popular during that time yeah, as man. well. A lot of comics did kind of what you're doing. I think Schultz is one guy. Oh, crushing it, yeah. Crushed it. Yeah. With like all the political stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then that led to the special he had. Yep. Uh, I think like there's a group of entertainers that really took advantage of it, and probably some who just said, you know, whatever, I'll just wait and did nothing. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's how I. I don't know if ex exactly how I got on a show, but I'm uh, on the rock show right now about his life playing Vince McMahon. And oh, wow. I made oh, some shit. post. Uh, it's on NBC's Tuesday night. And, uh, and so the, um, I made some post on Instagram. It was just in that, again, like a month into everything shutting down. I was like, I got to start being more active, just putting shit up. Yeah. Just even, you know, videos from, that I'm making from home or whatever, just content. And so I saw this uh, article that Gwyneth Paltrow was making these candles that smell like her vagina. Did you hear about this? <laughs> it, she has this company called Goop. It's but like a joking. female. No, it's a female no like, uh, uh, you know, soaps and uh, hygiene stuff. And she made yeah. candles that smell what? like her vagina and yeah. they sold out in like 10 minutes. <laughs> And Wait, so, I have horny. So yeah, Dudes, bro. I mean, wow. all the questions, and probably you know, yeah, you want to order a few. That? Yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, Cole bought all of them, dude. That's why they sold out so quick. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, so that those sold out so quick in a heartbeat, and so 
I just was like, all right, let me make a joke here. Like I posted that because I couldn't believe it. I saw it right away when that article went up, and uh, and so I was trying to be a little timely with it, and scream grabbed it and put it up, and then was like, oh, who's the guy equivalent that I'm gonna say like should get on this and have like ball scented candles or whatever? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, the Rock will be funny, and I never <laughs> tagged the person in the post, yeah. and I just fucking did it, <clears throat> and. Um, and next thing I know, I start getting blown up. All these people being like, dude, how do you know The Rock? And I'm just like, everybody knows The Rock. What are you talking about? <laughs> just pretending like you're yeah. with him. And then, uh, and, then, uh, and then my fiance looks at the post and goes, holy shit, he commented on it. Oh, and shit. I was like, whoa. And he put right below, he was like, brother, I've been trying to get ball sending candles going, but I keep uh, burning my shit on the wax. <laughs> and then he said something else. And then he was like, dig your comedy, man. Like, keep it up, whatever. And I was like, and then he followed me. And then I shot him a message, yeah. and he didn't respond. I asked him to do my podcast, didn't respond. And I was like, all right, shot my yeah, shot. Yeah, shoot a <laughs> shoot, shoot a shoot. And then for the next few months, I was going on David Spade's Lights Out show and a bunch of podcasts, and I just had this running joke going of The Rock is ghosting me, right? Because yeah. he just didn't respond. And yeah. so that just became a, f a funny thing. And then all of a sudden, he just I get this, uh, like, four different voice notes on Instagram one day from him. And I was like, I look at it, I was like, oh, dude, it's probably his, uh, you know, PR team being like, yeah. hey man, Snuck leave him off. alone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Quit asking him to do your fucking podcast, man. We don't care what fucking van it's in, you know? And, and if so, it isn't, uh, they banged yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they probably said yes to that. But so <laughs> so then uh, it was him being like, man, I apologize. I never checked this. Big fan of your comedy. Been following you for a minute, blah, blah, blah. Let's get a glass of Terramana when things, you know, get back to normal. And then I got an audition for a show and I was out of Chappelle's uh, that, uh, summer camp he had in Ohio, out where he lives. And I got a text from him and called him the next day. And, and he's like, do your best Vince McMahon impression. And I did on the phone. He was like, congrats, brother. You got the job. And then we just talked for like two hours. Yeah. And uh, and now become homies from it. And it's like, that was all from just a, of wow. a, like, I got to start putting, Tagging. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, so it, it just, and that's another great thing about like this business and like your guys' business is I think uh, also directly affected by this type of, randomness and like the luck factor and it's like you control what you can control right yeah which is like you doing your rehab staying healthy staying healthy here like you know not being a piece of shit like being a good teammate like still showing up doing all that yeah. and then hopefully all the uh, other stuff that that comes with that you know happens but it's like there's no um there's no guarantee on any of that stuff no, but yeah. but if you and and back to like the entertainment part of it it's like you know i try to be like nice to everyone and not be shady or do stupid shit and it's like like i was um telling you guys before we got on like yeah did i get a little too high the other night come back for my buddy's birthday and walk into a wall and break my toe yeah but <laughs> fucking that hurts me you know what i'm saying yeah. i ain't hurt anybody else with that um you know maybe my mom because she's just like hates that she can't fly down and fucking take care of me but you know that's just because she's an overly supportive mom but um <laughs> but yeah, you control what you can control, and then um, yeah, I feel like you know you have a better opportunity for like good shit to happen when you uh, when you do that, you know, and just and be prepared, right? Yeah. So it's like everything you're gonna do while yeah. you're there's gonna be shit that you're getting to do that you wouldn't have gotten to do uh, because you're like sitting out, because, which is yeah. one way to look at it, Dude, like one hundred percent, and you have to. There's yeah. uh, you know, I I have buddies make fun of me all the time for just being so. And I have down days just like anybody, you know, even driving here. I was like, maybe I should just fucking drive right off the fruit. No, I'm joking. But like, you know, uh, uh, no, I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this fucking podcast now. Uh, no, I was fired up. But so I was like, um, uh, I just, I'm always so like glass half full. And it's always been that way. Yeah. And it's a, another great part of just like doing comedy where it's like, I'll have shitty days or things will happen. And it's like, man, the stage, 
I can't, I never phone it in. I don't want to take my bullshit to the stage because I'm so like, you know, positive and fun on stage. So it really just can dig me out of a hole sometimes. And having that, uh, that mentality for, for anything in life is, is just like a way Again, when my buddies would be like, dude, you're always so fucking, you, you know, when, yeah. if, they, if they're down and I just try to pick them up yeah. by talking them out of something, they're like, Man, you know, I'm like, yeah, dude, because what's the alternative? Yeah. Like, yeah. you want to, you do, like, I definitely, you have a choice if you want to sulk or not and, and be like, oh, yeah. this sucks. Or you can go, what do I, what am I going to get out of this that I wasn't going to get uh, yeah. if I wasn't in this situation? It, do, um, it doesn't guarantee you success. By the way, my TED Talks yeah. are $14.99 <laughs> online. Dude, motivational right No, man, I'm just, you know, Holy it's shit. all just fucking it. life experience, man. You know, yeah. and, and, and I wouldn't say it if I didn't feel like I lived enough of it to, like, be able to to spit it back at you guys. Yeah. Um, you know. It's awesome. Hey, no, yeah, I'm after, sorry, you were going to say, though? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, it doesn't guarantee you success, but it gives you the opportunity. Whereas if you don't do anything, you have no opportunity to succeed, so... Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what I just fucking said. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, were you even listening? Yeah. No, you know, no, you're exactly right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys are learning that, like, tenfold right now. I mean, it's like college is such a crazy time to, like, get your legs under you in so many different, like, yeah. I mean, and sports is such a great tool to have to, like, learn yeah. so many life moments and skills. But, like, fuck, dude, I was just talking about that with a, a buddy today. Um uh, cause his, uh, his kids getting ready to go to school and, and, uh, but he's super smart and he's like getting this like computer programming job and he's like, I might not finish the last two years of college. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you don't have to, like, if you got that job yeah. now, like, yeah. but again, no college does do it, totally know? like you're, you're, he's in school to get that job that he's now got. But, but then, you know, devil's advocate college does just provide you with, um, a lot of moments that I think help prepare you for the outside world the social aspect too which is just like a part of every world now yeah. uh you gotta have some experience in so um you know even just going to a fucking party you didn't want to go to like just yeah. even that and being around being around people yeah. uh i think is the biggest thing that college provides of like all shapes and sizes to to set you up for the real world to not be you know um to not have anxiety in those moments because yeah. it's like the networking aspect of every job is so real and yeah. and it's like you know you want to be as comfy in those spots as you can to hopefully you know be in a spot and and say yes to a hang that you might not otherwise and then you're like oh shit like, just dope. just that cool hang and i didn't even yeah. know that guy did that and now he wants me to do that with him and you're exactly. like i mean that happens you know 100 percent. especially sports like i don't know how people grow up without that background of sports. Like, I, I don't think I would be the in same. In some fashion, right? Yeah, like even Little League or anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I would be the same person. I really don't. Like, yeah. work ethic-wise, it really bleeds mm. into everything Teamwork. I do. Teamwork. I mean, everything being able to communicate. I do. Oh, yeah. Like, being a yeah, leader, uh, working hard, like, understanding that my performance on the field is a direct product of the effort and preparation I put into right. it. Um, like, it, it's just crazy. I don't know how, how people do it. And, and it could be anything... It doesn't have to be sports. Yeah, it doesn't have to be football, for instance. But it could be, but, like like you're saying, in, in acting and stuff, like you working hard and you you do well and then, yeah. you know. Like, I'll t like even back to what we were talking about with adversity, tore my knee up, right, uh, literally one year ago today, actually, or yesterday, which is interesting, April 17th. Damn, dude. My birthday. Sorry. What'd you do for the anniversary? It was my birthday. Dude, I <sighs> tore it on my knee. I mean, I wow. tore it on my birthday. Wow. Um, brutal, right? So and Easter. How many surgeries have you had? Overall? Yeah. Just in the past two years, four. And then before that, my wrist. Damn, dude. And Juco. But 
so I tore it and then I go up to Coach Allen, head coach at the time here at SC, uh, up to his office. And this is right after the spring game. And I was pretty devastated. I was pretty down. And he, he looked at me, he goes, you have 48 hours to sulk, be down, get it all out, do whatever you need to do. And after that, it's your decision. You, you need to focus and get back on it. He, he gave me those two days, mm. do whatever you need to do. And after that, it's over. It's in the past. And that, that's kind of how I always looked at it. Like, it, it's over. There's nothing I could do about it. Are there down times? Absolutely. It sucks being on the sideline right. and knowing you should be on the field and you've done everything basically in your entire life leading up to that moment. Right. Especially in college football, there's a finite amount of years. It's mm -hmm. not like you're in the NFL and it's kind of like you could play until whenever. Right. This is like eligibility. The clock's running, right? Um. But, yeah, it's, it's basically it's, it's over. And, and it's kind of – I look at it as, as – the the metaphor of poker like these are the cards you're dealt and there's nothing else you could do about it and 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 make the best out of it and so that's why i think there's also value in doing things off the field so this podcast for example really great way to take my mind off things give me gives me goals to achieve like mm -hmm. all right we got this amount of views let's let's get this guest let's let's improve this technology here like i talk to matt all the time like where can we improve tiktok social media all this kind of stuff yeah gives you goals i think you need that you need something to look forward to without football the nonprofit as well. Great opportunity to just do things off the field. Did you guys have people in your uh, uh, circles that were kind of, you know, pushing you towards creating stuff off the field to be involved in, or is you just kind of innately at this point in how, um, you know, most players are with just branding themselves and just yeah. having other shit going on? Did you just kind of decide that for yourselves or were people telling you like, yo, you should start a podcast or you should do this or. Yeah. Well, my buddy did. He's actually yeah. the one that, suggested the podcast idea right. but now with nil everything's different now yeah, everything you know because we started this pre-nil so the intention wasn't to make money or advertising dollars or anything of the sort it was literally just for fun that's so crazy so that just started last year yeah last but i mean summer. it changes everything changes dudes are making millions of dollars before stepping on the field at, at 18 years old could I you mean, imagine being a 17 year like so this never even playing college football going, he just committed to tennessee eight million dollars from la I don't even think he's 18. Yeah, he might be 17. Is he the number one recruit? Uh, he's not even the number not one guy. Even, he's, he's a five-star. million in what? Just to... Donors. Yeah, just like... Just to get him... Uh, to get him yeah. to go And that's not even to probably say like the extra, what, cars, house, what, all that other... Yeah, I'm sure he'll Donors are just stepping up to get the guys they want now for oh, the yeah. program. And, it, and it's not even just the top guys anymore. Like, you would think, okay, of course, the number one guy in the country is going to make some money doing this. Like... A lot of mid players are getting like a decent amount, like forty grand. How do you feel grand. about it? I think it's long overdue. I think it needs to be regulated a little bit, though. What do you yeah? think? Yeah. In what sense? I feel like um, it's changing college football to the NFL at a younger age. Um, because I think that uh, what is the difference? I mean, like guys are transferring because also the transfer rules. You yeah. can leave a school without any uh, like. Uh, Interference with like eligibility, you can go for a year. Do you think so? You, kids are just going to place to make money, like they're not even trying to stay there long, and then leave to school to go play. And now you're just getting a bag, and you're you're playing it like you're a professional athlete versus like a college. Yeah, like Reggie Bush would have cashed in. Unbelievable. Oh I mean, gosh. when I was oh going here, every like everybody had a Bush jersey. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, and like everyone that went to the game, like he was the reason. the The whole team obviously was unreal and just you know yeah. a powerhouse in in some seasons but like reggie was that 
Jordan, Griffey, LeBron. He was that guy that you're like, wow, I'm going to go see him live. And only like every time you saw him live, you're like something insanely magical is going yeah. to happen. And you just don't know when or, or, or at what junction in the game. But like he brought the school so much money. Oh, yeah. So that was oh, yeah. also fucked that. I mean, but again, those were the rules. So that's why it was fucked because, you know, but. But also, I mean, he still made money. But yeah, a thousand. I mean, look, yeah. I'm sure, I'm, he still made, bro. Yeah. I, by the way, like that, it, every school uh, was doing that. It was just SC got so Top. dominant yeah. that we had the biggest target on our back. Yeah. yeah, where it was like, all right, how are you guys this good? What else is going on? Let's spend a little bit. And just the classic, this country's great about that where it's like, <laughs> you get like we love to build the shit up, and then it's like, whoa, whoa, don't get. Don't be, don't be don't be too high on that mountain because yeah, yeah. and then we're all gonna band together and knock you the fuck off. Yeah. Um, what makes it even crazy? There was no NFL franchise here at the time, and so they were literally celebrities, dudes. Like we had uh, oh, yeah. one of the running backs on Emmanuel Moody. Oh yeah, he said uh, you know they'd be at Will Ferrell's mansion all the time, Hollywood oh, yeah. parties. Oh yeah, dude. The, the playmates' house. I mean, they Great. they ran the city, especially yeah. Matt Leinart. Oh, bro, Matt, trophy winning guy, you Matt, know, good looking um, quarterback. Uh, Brandon Hans, you know who that is? No. He was the, um, I want to say third or fourth string QB uh, during that time, but he was best buds with Matt. And so, uh, and my uh, buddy was uh, best buds with Brandon. So Matt would always come over to a pie for frat parties. A lot of athletes came over, but Matt would come over all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and it was just crazy. I mean, he just like, just strolling and sweats in a big T. And I remember at one point, like pledges were uh, at the bottom of the staircase, and he was trying to get to my up to my buddy's room, and he's waiting there with a the phone. And I walk down, and I see him. And I go, "Hey, hey, Matt Liner," and he was like, "What's up? Uh, I'm trying to. Do you know if Aaron's up there?" I was like, "Yeah." And I look at the pledge. I was like, "You should let the quarterback go wherever the fuck he wants, man." He's like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know who it was." And I was like, "Fuck, dude, uh, kick him out. Get, was, get was out he of an here. animal? Was that was he an animal?" He was pretty chill, actually. Uh, I mean, I know he, you know, threw it down, obviously, but uh, <laughs> that was um, a given. Yeah, that was. I think that was a pretty tame night for him. But, but uh, yeah, that they they just. I mean, dude, and Pete Carroll was such a G about like pulling Snoop and just making the culture. Yeah, it made it cool, like fun, yeah, and yeah. and uh, and reward you too, and 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 also take advantage of being in a city where the program could be the talk of the town, you know? Yeah. That's um, exactly what they're trying to do now. I think um, they're coming out. They'll, they'll probably release in a few months, but they're trying to do a couple of NIL like opportunities mm -hmm. and kind of bring in these alumni. They're bringing in way more alumni to come in and they're trying, Lincoln's really trying to incorporate that like Dope. ability to, we're in LA. I mean, we're in the biggest, you know, like yeah, man. media center of the world. So I take advantage. hundred percent. Yeah. We got to get you at some games, man. Yeah, Please, man. I, I haven't been to a game in, Maybe a couple of years before COVID, but do I love it, man? I mean, I went yeah every Saturday when I was for those four years. It was crazy. True. I, I mean, that was truly bonkers. Those I don't know what I was saying. Years. Like Trojan War, that thirty for thirty was truly uh, uh, captured that that time. But like, I mean, dude, it was crazy electric to 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 be so into college football, yeah. but to be like at the school, like all my buddies at all the schools, University of Washington, you know, Notre Dame, wherever, like. Like they're just like God. You got like to to know that you're at the school, that like every time you go to the statement, you're just like we're gonna dominate. Yeah. 
and like everyone knows that. So the tailgating was like unbelievable. Yeah. The confidence level was so high <laughs> every Saturday. Uh, it was crazy. That's awesome. so hype. Yeah. Hey, what are the odds? The years you're in school, the university, some people say it's the greatest football team of all time. That 05, 06 team I is know in contention. Oh, dude, I know there's like, you know, the Miami squad. I think it's sure. them. Yeah. Was it 01 Miami? Yeah. 02. Two. And then yeah. I throw like the 19 LSU team in there. Yeah. Or like the new LSU team, Joe Burrow. That's what I said, 19. Oh. 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure I'm going to be biased, but like just because of the, I mean, we just beat the fuck out. I mean, it was like 55 to nothing a lot. And that was, that was just crazy. <laughs> a <laughs> lot. At every end uh, of the ball, of the, uh, uh, you know, both sides of the ball and every aspect of the game, it was just like, it was almost like you were watching a, pro team play in college you know what oh, i'm saying yeah, yeah and i don't think we've seen that in a minute i mean yeah like you said there's been other squads that that are you know somewhat comparable but um how much of uh is uh pete carroll regarded down here now or do people kind of go oh he slipped out the door when shit got nah, tough nah, or is nah, he nah, he's a legend he's, he's a, a legend, yeah, right? he's yeah. a legend. Turn the program people around. forget about the end you know it's never that's never mentioned or anything so there's a, there's so many sides to all that shit dude i mean also yeah. Fucking blame him, dude. If it was that, like, he had not, if he I knew think you, it, you know, what I think it's, I think it's timing too. I think he truly got an amazing opportunity to go like take over a program in the NFL Seattle. where he'd been uh, a couple times and not succeeded, yeah. and he's coming off a you can't get any better college run. Yeah, like, what was he truly gonna do? Go back and, and try to win a couple thing. more? Yeah, like or I mean, or it's take not the end of the world <laughs> totally. But I mean, but if an opportunity to be coach and um, and president. Like it just the yeah, timing yeah. made it look shadier, I think, than it was. Yeah. Um, and then also just like with all that stuff coming out, but again, like, yeah, shit. I don't know. My all my buddies there uh, that went to SC as well that were from Seattle. Like we were all fired up, and everybody else was just like, "Fucking fuck, Pete Carroll," because but they were <laughs> bummed that he left, you know. So, yeah. But I'm sure he'll come back and they'll, you know, salute him or. Put him on a fucking horse or something. Do they still have a horse coming out? <laughs> yeah, they do. Hell yeah, we got some one horse. of the coolest traditions ever. Tommy Trojan. Is it the same horse? Do we know that? Uh, <laughs> they changed the guy that does the sword. I know that. That's so, every year. So gangster. Yeah. He doesn't look like a Spartan, but, yeah. you know. They, they threw, like, an Indian guy on there. And yeah. That's fine. Yeah, mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> For diversity up. purposes, yeah. I mean, diversity? Yeah, I guess. That, that is one thing I'm curious about in the comedy world. Like, mm. political correctness and such a hyper, like... You like know, PC. being canceled. Yeah, yeah uh, like society now. How do you how do you like deal with that? And what is that like for you guys? Um, I mean, I don't really worry about it. I mean, I'm not at a level where people are taping every show of mine. It does happen, but I also look. I I think you do got to be smart. Like I'm obviously, if you guys were trying to like bait me into certain conversations, I'd probably like try to swiftly navigate around that. Uh, but also trust, I know that I, my intentions and, and and can be articulate enough to like talk about stuff without just being a loose cannon and saying sound bites that'll, that'll come back to haunt me. But hey man, when you're going on podcasts and podcasting as much as I am, yeah. you gotta be somewhat aware if you're talking yeah. for hours on end. Yeah. I mean, look how that shit came back to bite Rogan, you know? Like yeah. with those clips resurfacing, yeah. it's like when you're just talking that much, without any sort of sense of, of and, and wanting to be as free as you can, you just, it's tough. you got to find that balance now. It's not to say that you can't, you just got to like be a little bit aware of like, and I've had it even happen on, on people come on my podcast uh, and some that are overly sensitive, they'll be like, hey, I think we should maybe take that out. I'm like, I actually think it's fine. 
you know, and I'm I definitely go through and scrub the episodes to to make sure that that yeah. we're both not uh, you know going to be up for grabs for something. But but then you just kind of adhere to people's comfort level. But um, I don't know. I don't feel like it on stage, man. I mean, even this weekend, like that's great. I uh, I I mean, I even asked this girl. She was uh, in the crowd. She was being real. You know, I like to do a lot of crowd work, and I had some just epic characters this weekend over the whole thing. <laughs> there was a guy who was a mortician there last night, and um, and we just had a lot of fun back and forth. And uh, But there was this gal on one of the shows, and she'd been sitting there with her arms crossed most of the time, and the show was great. crowd was hot. And, and I always just, like, not take it personal, but just get excited when I see someone that I want to, like, come after but kill them with kindness like yeah truly just kind of be like what's going on like has there not been a topic tonight that's resonated with you like comedy is subjective so yeah. that's on me if there's nothing that's made you laugh but i, I thought you were a fucking madame tussauds wax figurine for the first 45 minutes i've even <laughs> seen you fucking move or breathe so that's on me like what you know what's your name what do you do whatever and she just was real real tootie just real like negative and then started Ooh. to try to like pull the rug out from under me by saying certain things that, to come at me and you're like, all right, triggers pulled. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm exactly, I'm just let like, me, you're, 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 you're fighting uh, <laughs> the wrong fight. But, um, and then at one point I said, like, are you, are you, uh, or she, she goes, Oh, I'm in uh, this is a, a work party. And then she said, uh, I was like, who's your boss? And she goes, Aston Kutcher. And I go, Oh, that's dope. And I go, is he here with the, with the table tonight? And she goes, yeah, he's right behind me. And I was like, sorry to burst your bubble. That's actually a five foot four Latino man. And I was like, so that sucks that you're discovering now, A, that you don't work with Ashton Kutcher. And also, you know, you might be blind or just stupid. Either way, like this is a bad night for you. Or you got punked. Yeah. Bad deal. And then so I started going off other, uh, you know, people Tangents. that she thought uh, were celebs in her group. And then I said, are you guys, uh, I said, I sent some sexual tension with you and Ashton. Are you guys uh, doing some some work uh, work hooking up? And she's like, no, I'm a lesbian. And I I was like, that didn't answer my question. I was like, you can still be a lesbian, <laughs> yeah. still hook up with a with a married guy. Yeah. And uh, and then I asked her, oh, are you uh, out there dating like um, on sites, or are you doing trying to do an old school live in the flesh? And um, and I said, is there a site just for? I was like, I know Grinder, I know you know um, some of my gay friends are on Grinder. I go, I only know that for guys. I go, are girls on it too? Is it just? I go, is there just a lesbian dating site? I'm asking this with like. Which is why I think my crowd work stuff, uh, you know, always plays well. Cause I'm truly, I'm not, yeah. you know, at some point you, you, you got to pop in jokes, but yeah. like I'm leading with genuine curiosity yeah. and asking questions. I would ask if, if, uh, I was talking to them at a bar or something, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Which is how you get the best stuff. You can get as much info as possible and then trust yourself to be able to, you know, Use make it, it funny. Yeah. Um, so then I said this one thing where I go, was there a site that's just for lesbians? And then there was a pause, and I go, I go. Well, I guess Plenty of Fish would probably be that one. And then that got a big laugh. <laughs> and then I was like, no, in all seriousness. And again, so I was just you know, trying to say a quick dumb joke. And then she just was so, just not wanting any part of it. So I read uh, the room and I said a few other things. I used her to get into some bits, and I moved on. And then afterwards, she came up to me and she just was like, pissed. "You want to talk some shit?" And I was like, oh, was, we're just having some fun on stage. I go, I go, hope you had a good time. And then she just begrudgingly puts her hands out and she smirks. She goes, you're funny. She goes, I didn't want to laugh, but you're funny. I go, oh I'm God. glad you did. I go, but also you don't have to. Again, comedy subjective. Like yeah. none of this is, uh, is, is, is guaranteed if you, you know, all, your job is to just laugh or not laugh. And, um, and then, uh, and then she just stood there at the merch table for a little bit and hovered. And then I was leafing through some hoodies and I looked back up. I was like, are you good? And she goes, 
I think you owe me an apology. And I was like, oh my God. Oh, for what? And she was like, you just You're couldn't stop here. talking to me. You couldn't help make me a part of the show. I go, yeah, I mean, you know, it is live comedy. And I notice you staring at me like, like you were just, you know, wanting, like you were trying to bite my dick off in your dreams. You know, yeah. I go, so that, that resonated with me. And I go, if you think back to the show, like I was coming at you real sweetly and I know how I do things. I always do that. I always try to kill it with kindness and get the audience on my side so that if I do need to lay down the hammer, um, that uh, that They'll people are going to be yeah it comes yeah. off better and yeah. so I go I know I was doing that I go, I go you don't remember because you just were so you know you when people get talked to sometimes in the show they they just get blinders on and they almost like black out because it's such a like oh shit I'm being talked to defense. in the show yeah, yeah. and yeah. defense making yeah so so I was like you actually started coming at me pretty hot but but I uh, I kept it cool and she was like she's like no you just you couldn't you couldn't stay away from me you just had to keep. <laughs> I was like, I guess we're just remembering it different. Also, you're the one that thought a Latino man was Ashton Kutcher. So, <laughs> yeah. again, I'm going to take my side on this one. You know, the fact that I knew he wasn't and you thought he was yeah. kind of says everything right For now. Sure. Was she, um, genu she genuinely thought it was? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> but, but again, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I play the moment always as real, you know, yeah. like yeah, because it's yeah, more yeah. fun. Like when you yeah. play a little bit, like, like once she was pointing to him, I was like, I mean, like, obviously, I don't think she's. Yeah, she didn't think so, but but it's you know for the sake of the show and the joke, and yeah. you play it as real, man. Like you can have a lot more fun than just that's trying right. to break down every moment as literal. Like that's not Ashton Kutcher, lady. <laughs> like that's not funny. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Hey, you're actually wrong. <laughs> anyway, you guys, uh, you know, like so. Yeah, at least she didn't try something during the show. She went after, dude. Yeah. If she tried to just fuck Chris Rock situation, I mean, yeah. that's yeah, that's crazy. Has that ever happened to you? Anything like that? Oh, so yeah. you trying to fight on stage? Somebody threw a wine glass at me once. Whoa. Oh, really? What, you, what are you years, saying? I was about two years in the stand-up, and I was playing Wolverine at Universal Studios. It was my day job. Um, wait, you were playing Wolverine? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was theme, a theme park Fits you yeah. quite well. Uh. Yeah, I was, I was a tour guide on the Backlot tour on the tram first, and then graduated, and <laughs> I wanted to keep working there because it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I was like, I got to make more money. Being a tour guide was like eight twenty an hour. I was just doing it in the summertime. Wolverine was 23 an hour. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'll just do that five, six days a week. Upgrade. And, and uh, whole suit, you got the claws. Claws, whole fake thing. burns, fake abs, the fake uh, teeth. Fake wow. abs, those are real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks. So you just like yeah. claw in the air? I actually what? did have my boss pull me at one point, and she goes, and I was, you know, in fine shape, and, and as everyone was. And uh, there was maybe one guy that truly was like, thought he was Wolverine so he like you know <laughs> wore a motorcycle had a leather jacket wore Wolverine shirts when he wasn't working and you know and we're like well, dude that's, yeah, we know you're not the real that. guy you know yeah, but you're not Ashton Kirk yeah exactly so but she pulled me into her office and she was just like we're gonna let you take a few weeks off and just really like beef up no way <laughs> and I was like for what and she was like to be Wolverine I go but but I'm not it's Theme park Wolverine. Right. Like, yeah. And I mean, I would get it if I was like fucking, you know, 250 and just, you know. Sloppy. Sloppy, yeah. yeah. But but I was, uh, I actually thought I was in like they pretty, pretty good shape at that time. They put you on a plan. No, she just goes take a break and like hit the gym. And I was like, oh hey, man. I'm taking this a bit disrespectful. Was it a shot to the ego. Yeah. Um, if it was a paid break, it'd be all right. Totally. Yeah, yeah, it was not. So I was like, <laughs> I was like at, least, not. at least get me a, a Pilates membership or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Hook you up at Equinox or something. Yeah, dude. So, uh, but, uh, so I was doing that and I was doing jokes about Wolverine and uh -huh. I was doing this, um, uh, winery up in Paso Robles, a buddy of mine lived up there. So he started to show up at this brewery. They'd never had stand up up there. There's about 300 people packed in this upstairs bar and this woman was hammered and I was kind of, you know, throwing some stuff at her. She's throwing it back. And then I said something that got a big laugh 
she oh, she wanted to she was like she's like you come and give me a kiss and i was like should i let her give me a kiss and i was like yeah <laughs> was just fucked up and uh so i go over there and she just licks the side of my face and i Ugh. made some dumb joke about how like i just got hpv herpes and fucking gingivitis, <laughs> gingivitis all in the same liquor you know like uh you know does anybody have any cream or fucking whatever and and then i i'm walking back to the center of the stage and i'm looking down like just thinking of my next bit and i'd done all this material about being wolverine and i just see my perif i just see like a hand go up and then just that and i like saw it so quickly that i didn't I didn't have time to like turn or really like clock it all. I just yeah. saw that. And so they just like, just did that. I didn't have time to even like turn or duck. You know what I'm saying? It just yeah. happened so fast. Yeah. So I put my hand up and the base of the wine glass, swear to God, just hits my palm and it's just sweaty enough. And it hit in a way where like a, a couple of the, um, just uh, a little bit of the roundness of the glass Stuck. gets caught in my, in the webbing of my hand. So I just fucking do that and snapped it out of midair. That's hard. <laughs> and, and now then, they really think you're Wolverine. Dude. So then I just, and so once I do that, and this is probably from about 15, 20 feet away and I just go like that. And then I turn it and I just start laughing maniacally because it was so crazy. I was like, holy shit. And then I held it up and I go, ah! <laughs> and the, the whole dude. place, oh, dude, the whole place goes nuts. And then That's I went so over awesome. and I sit on our table and I go, I told you I'm Wolverine, bitch. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> That's so and then hard. they kicked her out. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, dude, that's uh, the best case scenario. Yeah, oh, yeah I literally could yeah. write that up better. Yeah. And so like, and then I've had a couple other people just, you know, be, uh, you know, in, in some, uh, some conservative states when I've just, you know, gone in on, uh, on Trump, which I, you know, I play both sides, but, um, but Hey man, sometimes you're just like, there's too much here to not talk about. Yeah. And I'm sorry that you can't even acknowledge some, some of humor. the hilarity that is happening from your guy. Um, and, and I'm sorry, but, uh, so, uh, so then those types of people will definitely get in your face. Um, and you just, you know, try to hold your ground and, and hope that they don't, uh, you know, go, Kuka for Cocoa Puffs, but Will but Smith no no you. slap yet. But you know that was the uh, the problem and the concern for comedy now is that people, you know, that action giving people like uh, the idea that like oh cool if I don't like something I can the go and fucking do that. that I don't think it's gonna. Yeah. I mean I don't know. I don't think it's not not gonna happen a little bit more because of that for yeah. sure because it was on such a big scale and it was you know one of the goats of all time. Yeah. Uh, getting treated like that and having and and you know if he had gone down, I think Will Smith had, would have gotten kicked out for sure. Which I think they tried. Oh, to. They for said sure. If if he had gotten hurt or knocked a tooth out or or gone down, I think I think Chris Rock would have maybe sued him or Will Smith at least would have gone to jail. Like like he's so yeah. lucky that he like stayed up. Yeah. And then I think it was a he just took the slap, but B it was like a shock. I, I, I totally. Yeah, I think like, like his body just. And like, also, once once it's happening, I mean, he probably is just like, dude, I don't like. What's there's an embarrassment on? there too yeah. that yeah. is unexplainable. Of like, dude, don't fucking go down. Well, it looked like a bit the entire time. Yeah, he thought, I thought, it, was, yeah. thought it was too. I, yeah, I until mean, he I started thought, screaming. At did you watch end. it live? Yeah, I was watching yeah. it live. I like, couldn't believe it. Yeah, I just what got uh, out of the shower, uh, dear diary. If you're cold right now, and so I, uh, <laughs> I just got out of the shower, and um, I love you, dude. And so I just got out of the shower, and. Um, and I literally like looked up. I hadn't watched it at all yet. And so I literally just looked up and saw, and Chris Rock walked out. And I was like, fucking finally, like a reason to watch yeah. the show. You know, really just don't care about the awards anymore. And a lot of the movies I hadn't even seen. I mean, I get it. It's cool to, to honor people like that. I just think it's, for any award show, you just, you know, 
got to make it sillier. You got to add more goofs. But and yeah. the fact that there's no comedy categories is still just a fucking travesty. You're like, Sean yeah. McDonough yeah. should have been nominated for everything. They all should have won something. I mean, sure. you can go down the list of comedies over the years. Jim Carrey should have probably won five Oscars for for his comedy work over the years. But, um, but so when Chris Rock came out, I was like, all right, hell yeah, some some yeah, true some a guy who's going to take some chances because yeah. yeah. he always does. And he did right out of the gate, and he and uh, and then when he said that, and even when he said it, I was like, ooh. Not for me, but just like I know the setting and how uptight it is. Yeah. And then when he even like apologized, and I could hear the room kind of going like, "Oh," I was like, "I was like, oh, like that'll be talked about tomorrow." Is what I'm thinking. Like he'll get someone's gonna, you know, why'd you make fun of her hair? Like that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. And then when he's walking up, same thing. I was like, "Oh, this is uh, a planned bit." Yeah, exactly. Because what the fuck? Why else would he be? walking on, on the stage, stage. there's yeah. really no other explanation for it and then chris rock was just laughing so much the where like oh here he comes yeah. like he even said king richard like yeah, here he like comes bit, yeah. <laughs> oh man that was bonkers dude i thought it was a relatively tame line too he could have yeah, gone i feel way, i mean very harder than that he could have gone man. so much like, harder dude it wasn't even humor. about it's also yeah. like she doesn't even like she's a badass in that movie jeff right? ross the comedian has it and he's lost his eyebrows his fucking like she doesn't even have it that bad it's also it's a fucking compliment <laughs> to me more looked hot in that movie it's like yeah, about women in the military yeah. like there's no real the joke compliment. it's also an old movie you also look fucking good jada like yeah, what is your right. like truly what's your confidence problem? you also yeah. suck like you've also dragged <laughs> will smith down so much like yeah. i don't know if you've seen these videos pop up dude, like recently of him oh of her just God. being like and he's like, can you stop taping me? Like, sh- dude, yeah. you are nothing without Will Smith. Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? Like, I, I honestly have, it's still, it's still, uh, it sucks that he did that. But I, I now, like, I, it, sh- you just get, there's more fuel to the fire of, of why he did that. And I definitely, I mean, he's got his own shit going on. But, like, as far as uh, understanding more of, why he is who he is because of that marriage, man, that, I mean, there's a lot coming to the surface from that. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he, she got him to go on her show and be like, yeah, I'm fucking our son's friend. And he's just like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he dude, was actually Jaden's friend. That's what I heard. Oh no. Really? Oh no. Well, I think I'm not, I mean, there's, well, who's the rapper that, um, it was it August, some guy named yeah. August. Yeah. But that's yeah. Jaden's friend, apparently. Unless there's oh, other guys no. too. This is a bad situation. Yeah, this is... And it's we'll, also like we'll, we'll get out of that. Well, huh? that's I mean, dude. Case in point, just will pull the plug. Man, but Jesus, I mean, I, and f- so my take on that is that like I think he is probably a pretty uh, sweet family dude to where he's just like for the kids. Kind I of ain't of trying thing. to break shit up or uh, cause a scene, They're but old. it's like, dude. Like, there's got to be so many examples before what we've seen in the last few years that he probably had outs. You know, like, you know, it's like, shit, man, if you get a, if you crash your uh, car into, like, a fucking Carl's Jr. drive-thru, it's probably, it's probably time to, like, fucking, I don't know, stop eating Carl's Jr. And also, (laughs) you know, get a fucking scooter for a couple months and just try to, like, (laughs) Try it out. (laughs) Yeah, try it out. Like, make an adjustment, you know, just, like, make a change. But, um... Anyway, that's my take. I love it. All right, we're going to finish up on a fan question. We got God, just one. That's sad. Just <laughs> well, one entry. No, no, no. You're like, Alex, and it's actually yeah. Alex's question. He just sent it to us a couple <laughs> minutes Alex ago. Did. It's actually my yeah, question. That's fine. Oh, okay, no, no, no. We, we do have a consistent theme here. I'll let you take it. Uh, we do like a DMs. Like, 
just you know we get a lot of athletes on and they kind of do um you know different things when they're in the dms is that something you do at your age i mean what's that like my age i mean dude i guess I'm, your, I'm, I mean, how is the dating scene for you right now what, what yeah. is it like I, for you, you did you think i was 55 how do you think i am do you uh, even know i didn't know yeah i guess 46 for real yeah 39 Okay. You look good for 39. Yeah, Thank you look you. fantastic. Yeah, Wait, it. we should have done the math. 2000, you know. The what? He graduated. Well, dude, I don't think anyone oh, in this right. room, Matt, was thinking math and you <laughs> fucking have a good relationship going. Maybe Matt and Whippets. Uh, fucking. Um, all right. So DMs. What? I mean, I respond to. Like, what's. No, no. Fans, what's your go-to? I mean, dude, I'm saying, yeah. like. Pre-fiance, I guess. Pre-fiance. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So what is the what is the question? Like, some, some people have a go-to line. Uh, as far as like, oh, I'm gonna slide into this. Oh God, attractive I don't even female. Know if I can fucking tap you know what I'm into saying? that. Or is this before your time? No way, dude. I mean, you're getting after it. Well, I mean, dude, meeting people—that was one of the great things. I mean, that's just been one of the great things about stand up is like, it's you're always meeting people, right? Yeah. And like, it's truly. Uh, uh, I mean, for 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 that uh, side of things, and then also just like making new homies, uh, fucking you know, uh, celebs that I've, you know, met and become homies with from them yeah. seeing you on stage do your thing. It's mm -hmm. like, it's a cool platform for any sort of like a, an immediate icebreaker, right? Um, but... Uh, or you can say in-person pickup lines. You yeah. go to the bar or something. I, don't, I mean, I don't... There was no... Honestly, man, I, I never had a set line. It was like, I mean, it's the same way with like crowd work. I don't have a set thing to get in or out of something. Yeah. So it's like, it's truly based on... I mean, where I'm at in that moment, what's happening, who that person is, what, whatever, like, but usually always a joke. Um, yeah. Get her laughing. Yeah. Always yeah. a joke. And even if they don't pick up on it, that's all. I'm always rolling the dice that their sense of humor yeah. is like Good. up to par <laughs> and that they're like, can pick up on like, like, I think I said one time to a girl, she was like, uh, or I walked up at the bar and she was there and, and I said like ID or something. And then. And then she turned around and she was like, oh, actually, I'm taking IDs tonight. Like, they actually told me you're fired. Like, and I was pretending to be like the security guy uh -huh. and she was at the bar. Yeah. And then she came back with that and then we both laughed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that was cool. She yeah, like recognized humor. it was a bit and yeah, then jumped yeah, right yeah, in the yeah, bit yeah, boat yeah. and started going back and forth. Personality. Um, that's attractive. There you go. Yeah. Give it back. You know yeah, saying? give yeah. it back. Versus yeah. like me being like ID and her being like, do you work here? Yeah, like, what? I'm going to go home. Um, <laughs> that's my cue, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt knows that's like, yeah. Uh, but wait, okay, so what's the, uh, what's at, at this stage in the game? What's what's your guy? Do you, I mean, oh, see, I? judging by your guys' question, I feel like there is a set line that you guys. I mean, there's several. Not me. I'm more like you. I think I think it's just like up to the situation. Uh, call audibles a lot, right? Yeah, it's better. I mean, that's going to connect better, way smoother. I think so. Yeah. Do you try to open with a joke or? Yeah. There's, there's one, you can send an old photo of yourself and be like, hey, my friend thinks you're cute. Like, this is him. Right. That's one that my, my buddy gave me. Or do you guys use, like, don't we have a class together? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, most of them don't go here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the what? Like, most the people we yeah, yeah. yeah, like girls in LA. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's the other thing I forgot about, is you guys are swiping away. You don't have just There are dating apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, don't bound dude. us. Wow. Don't bound us. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. for you. Wow. Around the country, too. Not just LA. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Know, worldwide. Wow. Matt's flying Pitbull. girls out. Yeah. Pitbull. They call nice, Pitbull. dude. Worldwide, yeah. They call you Pitbull. Nobody <laughs> calls you that, Matt. Uh, uh, and what is your type, Matt? Let's get into it. Um, good looking. I don't know. I don't really have a, too much of a type. <laughs> um, 
I feel like if you're attractive, well, let's say, let's say the last few girls you've dated or or been with, like what has there been a a theme? Do they have teeth? Let's start with that. Um, yeah, teeth. Yeah. Arms, I definitely got some teeth. Legs, for you. legs um, yeah. Yeah, I think. But like, is there like what's the thing? Obviously, like everyone looks matter to everyone. Like, what's sure. a pace past that? What is what's got a for you to really vibe and yeah. go? I'm gonna spend. I think, um, time with you. I think it's kind of that personality feature you're talking about. If they can give it and take, and I mean, obviously hold a uh, conversation. But I think the biggest thing is probably like having their own thing. Uh, I feel like a lot of times in relationships, especially with athletes, and there's people who are always chasing the jersey and doing whatnot. Uh, I think it's really attractive if a woman, like, she has her own thing. Like, she's yeah. doing her own type of she stuff. She might not even care that you play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then the it's best, like, yeah. yo, now it's like two powerhouses, you know? Cool. It, versus mm. it just being like, Oh my gosh, you play football. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's there's some athlete couples out there, right? That are um that are killing it, right? Oh, like yeah. JJ Watt and that chick on the US. I mean, yeah, the women's team, right? Soccer team. What you say? Oh, Zach Ertz and yeah. Zach Ertz too. Yeah. His wife's a soccer player, up? right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it doesn't even have to be athletes. They can be doing whatever yeah, they're doing. Yeah, doing their own thing. Just yeah. like, you know, I think I like that's pretty that. attractive. I was nice. going to say more so blondes for me. Which is <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. I think that's what typical, he was going for. Typical QB answer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but you know, uh, just personality hair cool and <laughs> The Carvers don't have to match the drinks, but if they do, that's fucking sick. But also, if she likes to drink beer and if she has fucking fingers, because I fucking really dig, like, I like sucking fingers and shit. But, uh, but she no, better be but, breathing. Yeah, she better be breathing too. Like, that's a huge one for me to be being alive and shit like i like live girls <laughs> fuck yeah dude what about you cole what, are we what about you cole? Yeah, yeah. Cole. Um, crazy latinas ruin my life oh ruin yeah. your life <laughs> yeah but you can't stay like away it. it's like yeah, it's a habit why. you can't kick huh yep. yeah. uh, well good luck to you man <laughs> there's a lot of that in la so there's a lot yeah yeah you're in the right place here, so are you really mm-hmm. what uh, what high school did you go to notre dame in the valley oh nice dude very cool Big Valley guy. All right, this has been awesome. Let's that, do our, yeah, what's the fan question? Yeah, let's finish up with the fan question. We got Jed Elliott on Instagram. Cool. Veteran, longtime Brown fan, heart surgery survivor is his bio. It's pretty dope. We're going to go. All right. He says, ask him about the worst time he bombed at an open mic. First time I bombed at an open mic. Uh, oh, man, it was in Seattle at a, at a club called Giggles which then got turned into a strip club called Jiggles, and they left the marquee up, <laughs> and now it's called Laughs. Um, and I did open mic there. I did maybe two open mics before I moved down here to go to school, but started stand-up here at the Comedy Store. It was like where I really just cut my teeth and started, uh, you know, and became a paid regular and just all that, and, and then got into all the other clubs. But um, but uh, I did an open mic there over one uh like a holiday break and got a bunch of friends to come out and I brought like 20 friends. It was pretty much the whole audience on a Sunday night. And, uh, and the guy who ran the club did the tickets, did the food, did fucking did everything. Yeah. He was an asshole. You know, he knows who he is. I don't have to say his name, but I'll say it. Terry. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name, Taylor. It was Terry Taylor. And so, uh, no, he but he fucking, I mean, look, he had the club. He, it thrived in the nineties and then he just did too much and needed help. And, uh, and it, and it took a toll. So I'm on stage. I got, uh, what, six minutes and coming up at like six I'm wrapping up my last bit. And he, uh, he pulls the, uh, he pulls the mic. He just like cuts the audio. And again, I got 20 friends there and I went like towards the end. So like all my friends stayed for everybody else. And then I'm up and like, I'm going 20 seconds over and he cuts my shit. 
I mean, and I'm like, again, this is like my third or fourth time on stage, yeah. but I'm still like savvy enough to be like, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like I brought your business tonight. Yeah. Like, like if anything, the move is go, Hey, do you want to do 10 minutes? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, thank you right. for, there's three other people here that aren't your friends yeah. Yeah. and I'm making money tonight off of that and I'm not paying you. Yeah. So do a little extra time. That's the move. Yeah. But again, he was doing so much, he probably didn't have the uh, the kindness button going on. So uh, again, I don't want to fucking throw too much uh, shade uh, or say his name again, but Terry Taylor. And so, um, uh, no, but uh, so he pulls the audio and then uh, and then I just pause and then I just, I go, fuck it, I'll do it acapella. So I drop the mic and I just fucking yeah. go. And then, you know, I was in fucking, you know, theater school so the stage was no stranger so i just started performing the last few uh beats of the joke and then did a few more minutes on top of that because i just got uh a little ego about it and yeah. i was like fuck that and, yeah. and and as soon as i dropped the mic and continued dude my friends went fucking nuts because yeah. they were just like let's wait to fucking stick with yeah, it you know hard. i'm like yeah, not, awesome. not uh not not take it and um but that being said, uh, he was like, hey, don't come back for a while. And I was like, cool, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for having me, man. It's a great night. Um, but uh, but that that set in general, just talking about bombing, I mean, it was there were a lot of ups and downs. I mean, your friends come out to support, which are great, and they're laughing. It's a lot of stuff that, that they normally wouldn't because it's you. But uh, I don't remember that being a great set regardless. I still was like... You know, having friends there was great, but I still was in my head being like, fuck, that didn't get a laugh. That I mean, yeah. and that's what I'm sure you guys do too, which is like, my fiance always gives me a hard time about that. She's like, I'll come back from a great show and immediately go down the things yeah. that like, and I gotta, I should have said that, or I should have, that, or, or I gotta, yeah. and I did that 100%. in basketball too in high school. My, I drove my mom crazy. Like I'd, you know, first game I had like 30 points in high school and she was, and, and I was like, okay. fuck, but I go, I missed these fucking, and I was, you know, it was a sharpshooter and I yeah, missed some easy buckets. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, are you ever going to be happy? She goes, Jesus Christ. This is like on the drive home. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, I'm not unhappy. I'm just, this is how I, yeah, you're wired. And it's better. how, and I think it's yeah. healthy to like in comedy too, like, yeah. like to, to just, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not forgetting the good times or, or the growth that just happened, but it's like my head just goes to like, you know, and I, and I'm glad I immediately just, you know, uh, clock like, okay, like, you know, so that I can like write down like, all right, let's put that, uh, first up to, to work on tomorrow and, and not forget those things. And, um, and, but that is also an acquired skill set, right? Cause if you are just getting off stage and not at all acknowledging the positive and just going, fuck, like I, I forgot that. It's like, all right, well, did the other new things you do go well? And did you, you know, yeah. you gotta like, Balance. Always take like a good thing and uh, yeah. and something to work on. That's awesome. That's, anyway, I think that's a huge mindset and just life in general. You gotta yeah. be able to want to hunger to improve. You know, the hunger to improve. That's a t-shirt, Matt. <laughs> you <laughs> talking t-shirts, dude? Talking t-shirts. Talking t-shirts, man. All right. Speaking awesome. of t-shirts, tours, specials, all that kind of stuff, you got one coming out in uh, two days. Yeah, there's one coming out uh, on my YouTube channel and um, live at uh, the Punchline, San Francisco, and then. Um, Tour every weekend up until September right now. AdamRayComedy.com for the tour dates. Young Rock is uh, Tuesday nights on NBC. Uh, I'm going to show with Julia Roberts and Sean Penn coming out next week uh, on Stars called Gaslit. Awesome. Um, I play Nixon's press secretary. It's about Watergate. And then um, oh, I play Jay Leno on Pam and Tommy. That's on Hulu. Um, fuck yeah. Alex, my man. Um, <laughs> Uh, Alex was like, dude, I fucking remember that sex tape. Um, that was like the original sex tape, by the way. That's like what popped off that whole industry, which is crazy. And then my podcast about last night, uh, 
which uh, get on. Yeah, you know, you're killing it on. Video. I saw the Santino episode. Yeah, it was that great, right? So funny. Yeah, yeah. that's my homie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, dude, from Bill Burr to Sebastian to Sandra Bullock to Dana Carvey to Jason Drulo. I mean, fucking have have had uh, on a, a lot of cool people. Um, so that's you know audio and YouTube wherever you get your pods, and then. Um, Fuck, dude. Cole and I are uh, starting a, a bakery that's, um, <laughs> that's uh, okay, if you're going to laugh, maybe we're not, dude. I was just trying to fucking go halfsies with you. Cole DMs me every other Tuesday, every other Tuesday night being like, hey, man, Top Golf? And I'm like, hey, man, it's 3 a.m. And then he's like, ha, 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 Bitcoin? And I'm like, is that, I don't, yeah. But, um, Awesome. So stay tuned for that friendship to blossom, <laughs> and you know, and, and stay tuned for Cole's uh, Cole's appearance on any of my shows when he uh, when, when he he's when it. he's prepped in, and in locked time. and loaded. Let's go, baby. Yeah. yeah awesome. What are the upcoming tour dates if people want to find? Oh man, when does this come out? Uh, you got the mics weren't even on. You guys weren't even fucking recording, were you? Yeah, yeah. Like we just wanted to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we get to the extra trick. Yeah. deleted scenes. Not a bad yeah. trick, dude. Yeah. Uh, so I'm It'll in come out the following what in first week of May. What's that? Week from tomorrow. Okay, yeah, so I'll be in tomorrow. Madison, yeah. Wisconsin at Comedy on State. Then I'll be in Milwaukee at the Improv. Then the week after that at the North Carolina Improv. And then um, uh, in Atlanta at the Punchline. And then in Kentucky. And then Denver Comedy Works. And then San Diego at a new club called Mike Drop Comedy Club. And then uh, I can't think past that because of weed. So yeah. that's it. Okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. Check them out. Check out the special too, the podcast. Love it. You're coming out. You're going to blow up. More Thanks, than you brother. already are. I appreciate it, man. It's but, a grind. Uh, I mean, never, yeah. it never stops. But this last you, year, you just try to stack the chips each year. What are you saying, Alex? Yeah, what are you saying? S socials. Oh, Adam uh, Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter and, uh, and TikTok. Um, and, you know, I might try to, you know, sneak a couple pics of, uh, of Moe's boot and start a uh, foot-only fans Bro, a crazy page. story they reached out to me about. Only fans did? Feet photos. Yeah. Pro <laughs> promise you. Are you serious? <laughs> I, I have the email. I posted it on Twitter, actually. So, so I, I put it on my story, and I tagged them as a joke, obviously. Yeah. And then they hit me up because my email is tagged to my Instagram. They're like, hey, Mo, like, if you're interested, let's do it. Like, I mean, shit, dude. You, you know, know? Just. Yeah. It, people are making money. Extra cash. Cash no, yeah, right? Uh, yeah, fact. I mean, like we were saying pre-show, I mean, I know people that are just making so much money. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It makes you just take a look in the mirror and be like, dude, how much could I get oh for God. one nut? You know, <laughs> like, could I just post one and not have my face attached and get oh, like 50 no bucks a week? Yeah. <clears throat> you go anonymous? That's the move. And you got to, man. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think they want your face, though. I appreciate I that, man, yeah. dude. Come on, man. And you're back in the circle of trust <laughs> earlier. 46? You 46, man? <laughs> Fuck, dude. He remembers everything. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Love I mean, I, I guess I did dress like a lady footlocker employee. <laughs> but that's on me. But even that, that's not 46. That's like fucking like 35 still. <laughs> lady footlocker. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank this you, brother. Fun. Thanks yeah. for having me. No, thank yeah. you. I appreciate, I appreciate it. you guys.